0: This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN
1: 1000. Time to start the fun, everybody. Welcome to your weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are The Odds Couple, presented as always by PropSwap. You get us here on the ESPN Chicago app each and every week. You will get the Encore replay on AM 1000, Saturday mornings, 8 until 9. Plenty of ways to listen. You can always catch up, so make sure you've got that app. We gave out some winners again last week. We're going to try to do it again this week. We'll have ponies. We've got NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, baseball, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, and a few uh, futures markets to explore, Mikey. So we're going to have some fun today, as we always do.
2: Oh, it's great to talk to everybody once again, Carm, and, of course, Randy Merkin, and happy birthday to Mrs. Merkin. You know, everybody tells me how I married over my. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we all did. You know, I mean, we all have <laughs> done it, but, I mean, uh, Randy, my God, what, I know. A, what a lovely lady she is, and uh, happy birthday to Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Merkin. What's her first name, Randy? First uh, name is Beth, Mike. Beth.
1: Yeah. Lovely Beth, lady. She really lovely
2: is. Lovely lady. I could just tell from the picture. Happy, you know, jovial you know, and her husband's almost the complete opposite. She that's com- the amazing thing.
1: She comes out and uh, has to, I mean, without her, I don't know how. Oh, well,
2: without, she, come
1: she, on. She re- She's, at. we're at the, uh, the, when he goes out on the book signings, she's got to, you know, she handles all the exchanges, the credit card machine. He can't work any of that. Oh, yeah. He just smiles and shakes hands and signs books. another Book signing next Saturday, the 28th at Austin's in Libertyville from 2 to 4. I love I that. I tell B
2: I can't afford to lose her. The paperwork is uh, it's over, uh, overwhelming. It's amazing. She's right? got to do it all. I mean, that's what she does. Yeah, the wives. God bless them all. Oh uh, so Salute God bless to the odds, couples, wives.
1: That's right. You yes. believe
2: me at one of the more successful shows on any network. What what are we in our fifth year?
1: Uh, where, where that are we at sounds, right now. No, fourth year, I think, right? Fourth year. I believe fourth year, yes.
2: My God. I mean that that's unbelievable. Yeah, fourth year. They they gave us not too much time, but that's the story of my life. Just keep walking. <laughs> we Just keep, keep walking. I hope know. nobody yells. You believe that's that? it.
1: We keep four years strong. We keep going. Yeah, what do they
2: got? Uh, the 50th anniversary. Maybe we'll get listed in the, uh, that, in the paper.
1: Exactly. Peter's going right. to have a big write-up, yeah. a big celebration for five years.
2: That's right. <laughs> 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 All we do is give out winners. That's the it. celebration is every week, last week, 3-2, and two, ladies and gentlemen, and I called Dallas. What a humiliation. Yes. It was a beautiful thing to see the regular season hero himself, Chris Paul, start right. to grab his hand, start to grab his hamstring. Oh, i, I that's me getting out of bed in the morning. Mm. All of a sudden, now we're hearing he might retire. Good luck, and uh, you did the best you could, but, boy, Luca. Uh, just got it done, and now we're ready to see what happens in this series. Uh, you know, with Luca having a beer the other day, having forbid dad at about 11 in the morning, and uh, them getting a, an ass kicking. Yeah,
1: they, they did. I, I've got some thoughts on that game. and Mike and I yep. will talk about that one, mm-hmm. um, as that's the NBA game for tonight out west uh, at Chase Arena in San Francisco. Game mm-hmm. two coming up between the Mavs and the Warriors. Yeah, apparently there's, I guess, Kevin Harlan, who's calling that, series had said on a radio interview that Luca was sick the night before. game. He's one.
2: really sick. Yeah. He was throwing up the, in the room. Right. You know, in his, in his Kevin Harlan voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. The projectile. He's a sledgehammer with that vomit bucket. I,
1: you know? I, maybe there's something to that. I mean, Luca really did have, a, have an off game, you know, for, yeah. for Wiggins yeah. to defend him as well as he did. And not to say that Wiggins hasn't become a good defender because he has. I mean, he's been valuable for Golden State. In that role. I, Looney and I thought Looney and Wiggins both did a good job. But yeah. I don't, it's just not your typical Luca game, what you expect right. anymore, right, Mike? I well, mean, he's like, been he's, carrying the load. He's Tom. incredible. You yeah, know? He's he been just,
2: carrying the load, and and you know what? Um it's gonna I, it's gonna happen, and and you know what? He was do a bad game.
1: Can you ever remember a game quite like that game seven, where a team that had, I believe they had 70 wins regular <laughs> season and postseason. Seventy that that just completely laid down like well, that in the Game 7 you, at home?
2: Well, first of all, they let you have, and, and I heard him talking about it, there were shots that, that Paul gets all season long that they took away from him. That they took away from him in the playoff game. And and the same thing goes with with all the teams. There's It's easier in the regular season once you clamp down, and they clamp down. Uh, on Paul and on Booker. Uh, a Booker, to me, I mean, people talked about him as an MVP. So, uh, and then they made fun of Don uh, Doncic. What are you doing? Are you people crazy? <laughs> yeah, you don't do that good to dangerous. a gunslinger. Uh, you, you you think they walked into town and and said, "Let's go find Wyatt Earp and make fun of him," <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then let's go have a drink? Let's go. No, <laughs> you don't. You don't make fun of Wyatt Earp. <laughs> You don't make fun of Luca, and apparently that's something that the I don't know the the players in the league want to do. When Dallas is in a position to dominate, but really they're starting to fall asleep. Some stupid player says something to one of their superstars, like Dirk Nowitzki mm. or Luca. Craziness. Yep.
1: Uh, by the way, our our record from last week. Did uh, I, I was consulting with the WGO. Is it the WGO it's that the, we can,
2: W-G-A- the WGA the WGA. Right. I said I said to Mr. Salvador, who's right now in Jupiter, Florida, I said, call Carmen himself. And he basically told me for, for now on, uh, Carmen's got to give the right. He's, he can't say I'm with you. He's got to say, the okay. pick is my pick. We're not going to. And, 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 and so now it's like an abstain type of thing. They didn't take the vote yet. i am given you the win. But you were with me on Dallas last week.
1: I was. I did like that. And uh, but you
2: got to say I'm with you. No, I, I got to say, say I'm well, also. I understood um, what it meant. Yeah. I'm,
1: I. Yeah. I'm. That's uh, we. So we don't they're have holding to...
2: on to the paperwork, and it's going to be transferred over uh, to the regional office, which is in Dubuque. I love it. Yeah. So you're okay. <laughs> they You both had like uh, an 0-1-1, but I mean, basically. Well, that, and that's
1: the other thing I wanted to fact check. I saw on the Twitter. What happened? But, I had under... Did I get it wrong? Yeah, well, I had under... I mean, not
2: me, the per- our, our producers and stuff, which is me. I,
1: I was going to consult with the WGA. What happened? I gave out under five and a half in game seven, and yes. indeed, five goals were scored. So, I think Good. we're four and one. Well, that's
2: fine with me. I'll take that any day Another
1: that four and one week Well, that's not unusual. I no. I mean, I... I
2: I've always made with my bookmaker. I used to make mistakes, and usually they were on my end. But for for the odds couple, I'm always glad when there is a uh, an absolute correction uh, to the right to the right of things. Love it.
1: What yeah. did you think of uh, game two between Heat uh, Heat and Celtics? Excuse me, last night is they got smart and they got Horford back in the lineup. You see the difference that Smart does make for their point of attack defense. I, never I thought, thought that was he a was big key. Be this good. Yeah, he really. I mean, I mean that when was, he
2: got in the fight with the fan at Oklahoma State. Yeah. He got into the crowd. Yeah. Some fans said something to him. I said, this guy thinks he's going to play in the NBA, and he's not that good a shooter. All of a sudden, he can do everything. He
1: almost had a triple-double yesterday. I know. I mean,
2: he well, really played well. I mean, he just puts up. I mean, he dishes the ball out. He used. To, I thought he was – look – whether he deserved defensive player of the year, I don't know. I don't watch it all that much. I, I, I'm i not going to go off of other people, but he seems to be a pretty positive influence when he plays. Yeah, absolutely. He, on both ends. And if
1: he stays in that series, and I think they realize that maybe Grant uh, Grant Williams is a better You know, they should get more minutes for Grant Williams over Robert Williams and go with that smaller lineup. I mean, it it torched Miami. I'm sure Spolster and the Heat are going to have a little bit of a response. Uh, I think Jimmy's really been fantastic in these playoffs. I'm not always the biggest Jimmy fan, but I think he's been pretty fantastic. Um, But I still think Boston, you know, especially now winning home court, with the win down there, I, I kind of feel like Boston is the best team left. I feel like the huh? winner of that Milwaukee-Boston series is the best team in the NBA and is probably going to win it all. We'll see well, what happens, we'll but we'll
2: see about that. Yeah, yeah I'm I know. Not convinced?
1: You, yeah, I know you like a team. I know which team you still yeah, like, and I'm you're not right.
2: Convinced, man. I, I'm going to tell every well, we'll talk about yeah. it with when we when we cover uh, a certain team in a certain uh, conference. Uh, that that still goes under the radar. That people still don't take seriously. It's it's almost it's 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 so funny. It's sad in my opinion. Basically, it's kind
1: of crazy to believe. I mean, yes? I you know, I don't know at this point.
2: I don't know if you're driving your car right now and listening. What's Mike and Carmen talking? I I mean, I could spill the beans. I mean, I don't understand the not the the lack of love for Golden State. I can't.
1: Well, they are the favorite. I mean, they're they're even money. They're the favorite to win it.
2: Well, they should be. I hear people talking Boston, Boston, Boston. Hey, let's get past this series. I mean, everybody seems to have given Boston the nod already over in the Miami Heat. Where one game, where one Heat went away from everybody going, no, oh, wait a minute now, maybe the Heat was a one seed for a reason, right? Yeah. So, I'm just saying.
1: You know? we'll, we'll, yeah, we're going Dallas
2: was a beat down last week. That was the easiest bet I've ever put down in my life.
1: Yeah, that was, I mean, that, that was, was unreal. When, they, when they're a 40, I mean, you talk about a cakewalk. Oh my wow. God. It's fantastic. Wow. About 44 or whatever Absolutely. the heck it was. We're going to preview uh Mavs and Warriors for everybody. Go in depth on that one a little bit later on. Maybe look ahead at uh, heat Celtics game three as that series shifts to Boston tomorrow. Some NHL action tonight. Um, including a team that is uh, high-flying, but, boy, they can't play a lick of defense. I mean, 9-6 in a Stanley Cup playoff game. Fifteen
2: goals is a – how, it's atrocious. Oh my the God. amount of goals being scored. It's an embarrassment to the game.
1: And then we're going to look at the baseball card a little bit, including Sox-Yankees as they're in the Bronx for a weekend series. So we got a lot to do. Don't go anywhere. Our buddy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap is going to join us coming up next. What a weekend for PropSwap because we've got major championship golf happening. The PGA Championship is going on. We'll talk to Luke when we come back next. This is The
0: Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: We do it every week for you. Every Friday, the podcast goes up Saturday mornings 8 to 9. You'll get the Encore replay on AM 1000. Make sure you've got that ESPN Chicago app because you can always find us and catch up on Not just this this podcast, but all the other original podcasts that we are producing here, a lot of good stuff, plus catch up on all the shows. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are presented as always by PropSwap. And every week we get to I have one of our favorite segments, the back and forth with one of the founders of the great PropSwap app. That is a free app that we encourage you to check out or just go to Propswap.com. He's a Chicago guy, but he's in Vegas this weekend having fun. Say hi to Luke Pergandy. Hey
2: guys. Hey Carmen (laughs) Mike. What's up? What's up, my friend?
1: How you doing? What's up in Vegas for the weekend? What are you doing? Stopped
3: at uh the world largest sports book last night at Circa Sports. It's incredible. Um they uh, and they of course have the stadium swim where you know they have a, a gigantic pool um combined with uh, a sports book. So they're doing a good job. They have really good futures odds. I know uh Merkin probably doesn't want to hear this, but they they were selling Tiger Woods uh to win the championship at a hundred to one. Uh, this weekend, when other books had them at like fifteen to one, so wow. they wrote. I think the biggest bet they wrote was a five thousand dollars bet at a hundred to one. So uh, not looking good, but they're, they're uh, comfortable. You know, yeah,
1: they're,
3: yeah. they're very they, comfortable. Uh,
1: I, I wanted I wanted to make a bet, uh, you know, and it's easy to say now, but I didn't do it. And I I wanted to make a Rory McIlroy bet beforehand. I didn't. Now he still has a lot of golf to play. He hasn't even teed off yet today. The course conditions, you know, we're taping Friday morning. Me and Mike and, and Luke right now. The course conditions here early on in Tulsa have been rough because of the wind. I mean, like extreme wind, and nobody. Uh, I don't think as we were watching earlier this morning was going too low yet. We'll see what the afternoon looks like, and Rory's playing in the afternoon, but uh, I mean, his game looks good right now. What he did Sunday at Augusta, he's five under, as we record this, he's got a one shot lead. I would assume Luke, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of tickets available on Rory. And I'm wondering, do you buy one now? Is there too much golf left or do you buy one and just hope maybe he puts up another good round today and then flip it on the weekend?
3: Yeah. I mean, as always, you know, I like having two bets so that you can have one to flip as he improves throughout the weekend and then hold on to the other one upside so if you've got two um that you can find on props up at your local sports foot, grab them um and it just gives you optionality you know i think um there's just like there's yes, yeah, there's still a ton of golf left to play but as you pointed out like grab a rory ticket maybe grab a shawley ticket um hoblins look great um you know uh jt has looked good justin thomas so that would be my advice is like, see if you can grab two on Rory and just give yourself some options as we head into the weekend. But to your, to your point, you know, the wind is not going to be um, the wind is going to cause volatility. So it's going to add uh, just another variable where it'll be, just be a little bit less predictable on who's going to win this
2: thing. I've never seen Tiger so down as afterwards yesterday uh, with the press conference saying that everything he does now hurts. Mm. Whether he's planning, whether he's loading up on the shot, whether he's twisting, what have you. I mean, he clearly limped off. Yeah. Uh, Daly and him, I don't know what's going on now, but I think it was Daly was favored or something, four to one against Tiger or maybe the opposite. I don't know. It's certain books. Now, I mean, Tiger might not even finish the round. Um... And, yeah, I think it's over. I mean, even the most ardent lover of Tiger Woods, and I won't mention names, has to agree that it's a plane with bad wheels right now. And it's not uh, it's a plane anything with go- One of the engines is out, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's over for him. I don't know what he does after this, because when does it become a sideshow? You know what I'm saying, guys?
3: Mm. Yeah, I, I I get it. I, I think... You know, watching the Masters when, you know, Sh- Scotty Scheffler, in my opinion, like is the story. Like this guy was right. just playing the best golf like I had maybe ever seen. He was just playing nearly perfect golf and all they were talking about on like mm-hmm. Saturday morning at the Masters was Tiger Woods. I'm like, what what are we talking about right now? This guy right. is like eighty to one odds and you're talking you're not talking about Scotty Scheffler, like I I get it. At some point it becomes a distraction. It's it's almost a disservice to these other guys who have spent their lives, you know, and and they're, they've reached the pinnacle of their golf career. And yeah, we're talking about Tiger Woods, you know, ten strokes back.
1: Yeah, and
2: Phil, and Phil well, not that, being there—that's another story. Which, by the way, I mean, you want to talk about a descent of stardom? Oh my god! In I mean, the American th- conscience, think
1: about in the last year, Mike. Right? He's yep. the reigning champ.
2: Absolutely, not only the reigning champ. But basically, now there's a book coming out on them. Then, uh, then Walters is gonna do. Rex Walters is gonna do a book on him where uh, oh, you know God. the inside training stuff is gonna come out, and there's gonna be other things going on. Uh, Tell the, the,
3: Billy Walters, Mike. Billy
2: Walters, Billy Walters I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rex Walters, yeah. the old standout, the, the right. Kansas <laughs> right, guard, exactly, uh, who played for the Bulls. Yeah, Bill Billy Walters, Walters is the famous gambler. Oh, right? he's the yeah. king of them. He's right. the yeah. king of them all. Uh, yep. you know, he, I. He's, he, but he's one of these guys that basically built. I sold him out, you know, and yes. got away with a fine. So it's looking ugly for the PGA Tour right now. And Greg Norman, on top of that, not the greatest champion, but the guy that's the standout there for the the Saudi uh, golf
1: tour. I think people are going to find out here what has been rumored and whispered about mm-hmm. Phil for a long time. Like, and if you're in our industry or really just if yep. you're a diehard golf fan and you've searched the internet over the years, like, I, you know, there are some of us, are not surprised at all. I think the general population is going to be because like you said, now you've got a book and maybe books coming out. And I think more and more stories yep. are going to come out that we've heard whispers about for two decades, um, that Phil is not the person that people think he is. And that there's a quite a dark Underbelly to this whole story, Um, I think like we're going to start 40 learning. Forty million
2: more. bucks gambling.
1: Yeah, oh, there's there's a there's a bunch. Look, and then yeah. you know there just is, and I, I think slowly but surely a lot of that is going to start to trickle out. But it, it has been an amazing fall from grace. But Shepler is year. what
2: what Luke was bringing up. He's yeah. right. I mean, I love Shepler. I took him and Morikawa this week. I don't know what's going on now, but I, I Shepler's still in the hunt.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: He's the best golfer in the world right now, until somebody proves otherwise. I guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: NBA yeah. ticket wise, Luke, um, you know, still, you know, still some opportunities here to to grab a good ticket or two. I know, you know, Mike and I were just talking about the Warriors a little bit. They are the favorite. Uh, you know, I yep. they're, they're even money. The Celtics are, are two to one. If you believe in the Mavs, you know, you can get a 10 to one ticket. Um, you if they can even up the series tonight, you can flip that on the site. But uh, what kind of action are you guys seeing uh, for NBA title odds as we're down to the final four?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think I think the Mavs are still worth taking a stab at. You know, obviously look back to last. You know, we only need to look back to last series when they were down two zero. Mm-hmm. They were a hundred to one odds right. to win the NBA Finals. They, you know, of course they eliminate the Phoenix Suns, and then they got down to ten to one. So in one series, you could have made ten x on your money. Uh, so we're taking a stab. Should you bet, you know, 30% of your bankroll on Dallas? No, but take a stab at it. Grab a ticket on PropStop. Grab one of your local sports book, uh, and see if they can turn this thing around. And you flip it for five or six times what so you paid for it.
1: Yeah. All right, Luke. Enjoy Vegas, my man. And we will talk to you next Friday. Thanks as always. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend.
2: Luke, oh, don't get sunburned.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wear a hat. Oh, I used to get every summer for me was sunburn season. That was it. I'd come home like a beat from Loyola Day Camp. You know, my mom would put me put me on a bus at 8 o'clock and say to the bus driver, make him last to get off, okay? And and I'd come back like a beat. They'd have the all-day cookout, and she wouldn't even give a sunscreen. No sunscreen. Even, no, nothing. You got to rough it. You gotta. And then the next thing you know, you're taking a vinegar bath. Yeah, People right. remember.
1: If you like the Warriors at even money, do, you, do you have to like Steph for uh, MVP odds in the finals at plus 150? Probably a pretty good correlation. There, right mike
2: man i'm taking them i've done well in the nba this year i'm taking the golden state warriors you know not only because they know how to build a roster and when i say know how to build a roster folks i'm talking about they have aged stars for their for their age but they're still in shape clay thompson of course is always you don't know what's gonna happen he's 32 steph's 34 okay but you also got pool yeah you got looney you got wiggins These guys are all under 28 years of age, so they got a nice mixture along with Draymond Green, who's a veteran. Boy, it sounds like I did my homework, Mm. doesn't it? i got to tell you, I'm going with this as like a one last stab. One last chance. Like I say, once they get that smell that they have a shot, maybe at one last title, which puts Steph clearly as the player of the past decade, if they get this. And it shuts everybody up about Kevin Durant that they had to get him to win a couple more titles when they already won without him, I think I'm taking them at even money. It would
1: do a lot to his legacy. Oh, I mean, it's like,
2: I, I, you know. It, gone. It, he, got, he he soars.
1: Yeah, like, he, it's already pretty freaking impressive. Absolutely,
2: but, like, but he's still it, got the smell of LeBron. He's still got other guys that are around him. But you're right. He gets this. They're just a really good. I mean, people still are giving me the Durant stuff. I'm done. I'm done with him. You well, know what I'm saying? He's the guy that puts the lines down on the street. They say he's the best, but when you investigate it, some are crooked. So how I thought he was the best at putting the divider line, the lanes down the street. Why is the paint crooked? Well, always.
1: I know this. Though, I think organizationally they're about as well run as anybody. That's Absolutely. true. I mean, they really are. They're nice
2: in, mixture of players. Yeah. You got some they, they, no back down guys and Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. They're well-coached. Oh, yeah. They're developing
1: well, players. You're right. Like here's just... what
2: I say about Steve, though. And I know, I, Steve, I love you. If you went through with that handshake with Bill Jackson, you wouldn't be a coach in the NBA because it depends on the players, too. I'm not taking anything away from them. Mark Jackson got them ready. Maybe this was their point C to point B. Mm. But, yeah, Kerr has done a great job and proven himself but with a hell of a roster. But if they win this, I think this jacks his legacy up a little bit too, Carmen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. can you imagine another ring for Steve Kerr potentially? Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll continue to talk about some of the NBA action. We want to work our way into baseball a little bit. White Sox yep. open up a weekend series tonight in the Bronx against the Yankees team. That is just fantastic. They just lost their 10th game of the year yesterday as they failed to finish uh, the four-game sweep in Baltimore. The O's got them in the last game. So we'll talk about that and some other baseball action. Don't go anywhere. We are coming right back. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are are the odds couple this is the odds couple
0: on espn 1000 chicago's home for sports this is the odds couple with carmen defalco and mike north on espn
1: 1000 rolling along on this friday we uh, put the show up on the espn chicago app every friday Get the encore replay Saturday morning, eight to nine. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen Defalco. We are sponsored by Prop Swap. Sox and Yankees uh, will rematch for the second consecutive weekend. This time, of course, they're on the road. In the Bronx, Sox lost three of four to the Yanks last week at home. Three game series starts tonight. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Do you? Sox well, are going to take two or three. I would have loved it. I mean, hopefully, yesterday gets them going a little. I'm with you on that. I would
2: love that, guys. I think they got to come back. They got to show them. You know, you came into our park and be, uh, and battered us around. We can do the same thing. I want them all to concentrate on baseball.
1: You know, I yesterday, want, yesterday they that's were. That's what I want them to do. So, yes, yeah, me too. I'm with you. Okay, I'm
2: tired of. I like, hey, I, Tim Anderson, I love you. Pick up the ball. The other night you had a backhand. They gave the Kansas City Royal a hit on that. You got to pick that ball up. You got to play better shortstop. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say. It's not about. You don't have a right to speak up if you want, but it just seems like you're not focused because you know I followed some great players. You know I I don't still don't know how Louis Apparicio talks. I still he just played shortstop and got the job done. That's what I want these guys to do: focus and quit blaming Tony Larusa. Like I say, I got the under Detroit. Believe me, A.J. Hinch is no great shakes, folks. There was no other option but Tony. Don't blame him when these players don't perform. Although the line, you could take I, you could pick on this lineup if you want. I but would. Are not, yeah. What are you gonna? Oh, oh, Vaughn's batting ninth instead of seventh. Big deal.
1: I would pick on that a little. I, on the Anderson thing, like I, d- I did. Well, it wait,
2: wait, Carm. You only bat. when I let off. You only lead off once a game.
1: No, I know, but the I, but you still want your best hitters up there because the potential for Boy, them to get I'll more bats. I'll tell you what, though,
2: was the plan for Vaughn to be your third best? hitter? No, it's not.
1: And I don't. I wish Robert would just bat second. That's my bigger. Gripe, Maybe you drop a Braille. Piss him off a little bit instead he's been of be good. He had, he had a good weekend in Kansas City. He did. He, like, hey, absolutely. He so did. You're going to keep him there. I like him hitting third. I wish you. I would do go- too, but like, he's got to produce. I like Anderson, Ro- Robert, you know, Abreu, maybe Mancata. There, you know, he's got. You a- know
2: what I'd like Tony Larusa to do. Here's what I fought Tony Larusa for. Believe me, I I think he's done a good job, but he does get criticized for the lineup. I have a perfect solution. Write down your nine best guys. Your nine best guys, write down the lineup starting tonight and keep that lineup yeah. for for a month. And I'm talking about don't not the Sunday. Oh, let's yeah. play other guys on Sunday. Yeah. No. I want the same lineup, 1 through 9 for a month. Your nine best Now, I know that might take away from your genius, but that's the one thing that you're being criticized for. And I see, and I'm a Tony La Russa guy, I see some credence. Players look over their shoulders. Am I playing tonight? Where am I batting tonight? Hey, give them an idea. Help them out. Give somebody a month. And if somebody's sitting, then have some inner competition within the team, which will only make you better between guys that think they should be playing pertaining to guys that are playing.
1: A more consistent lineup I, yep. I, is a good idea. I like the idea of it. I really do. Um,
2: Just I, have a I, lineup every day. Because if you don't have a set lineup, I don't think you have a set team. To yeah. term. I
1: don't. I, I'm hoping that yesterday gets him going a little. Like We yep. said this. After that rally, that ultimately came up a little short a few Saturdays ago mm-hmm. against the Angels, but it did seem to get them going a little. They ripped god, off I think was, six in a row, right? They
2: battled
0: back. They it did. Good. And
1: like yesterday, they were down four one, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, are they going to lose three out of five to the freaking Royals here? And they stormed back. They finally scored some runs. They got it out to seven. They stretched their legs. Hendricks always seems to make it a little interesting oh, in the he's ninth. Getting ridiculous. Know, but, get in there, but,
2: get three, and then three and out. Let's go with yeah. this. Yeah, every day there's uh, like drama.
1: I'm hoping they can carry that momentum into the Bronx for a good weekend series. We've got good dueling joke. lefties tonight Nestor Cortez versus Dallas Keuchel. The Sox are plus 180 on the money line. The Yankees are minus 220. Mm. Sox are usually really good against lefties. I think we all know that. Um, Going back to the start of the 2020 season, they're 44-20 and straight up against left-handed starters. They were not good against Nestor Cortez last week. He really is coming into his own, and he looked great. But hopefully, you know, the trend continues where they can kind of knock around lefties. They're such a right-handed hitting team. Maybe worth a little look tonight. At plus 180. The I Yankees have the, do have a great home record, though. They're 14-4 and four in oh, the box. Oh, they're
2: awesome right now. They're doing everything the right way. You know, I mean, when they lose, it's a shocker. I'll, I'll look at it. And then we have the other side of town. I have the over Cubs. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're losing one-run games. You know? yeah, and, and you know what? You can't be losing two in a row to Arizona. You know? Yeah. You got you to gotta get it done. I, you know what? Ross has managed better than he did a couple weeks ago. And I know that the Cubs are playing teams that they can compete with. You know, But they performed well against the Padres on the road and other things. But, man, uh, they're a bad short. They're a bad short.
1: A couple, probably.
2: Hey, I would ask you this. Chris Sale's ready to come back. We got Kopik out of the deal, right? Kopik and, and Makata, yep. And Makata. Would you trade Mankata for Sale once he comes back healthy? If, if Boston offered it? Or is Mankata? Because uh, Mankata's been spotty.
1: He yeah? has been.
2: Yeah. I mean, Chris... I, and I'm not a... A lover, but I'm not a hater. Right. You yeah, know? I know.
1: I'm kind of in between. I'm right. right. Everybody yeah. is.
2: Yeah. So, so let's br- let's bring on Randy because Randy can break. Would if Sale comes back from surgery, and Boston said, you know,
1: Boy, he makes so much money the next three years.
2: I know, but you know, let's say we don't have to spend. It's not our money to spend.
1: That's true. But he not. can make
2: your pitching staff better. If
1: but their played. pitching staff. I don't know if well, their pitching I, is the I, problem. I got, I got news for you. The the best is behind Chris Sale. Okay? I, I think so. I, I don't think there's any more seven innings, eleven strikeouts in Chris I, Sale's future. I mean, Makata's okay. like six a, years younger. He yeah. I mean, Makata still has a chance to be great. Chris Sale's eh. best. Yes, Carm. I don't know. Yes,
2: he, he pulled a muscle. I guarantee you, making that video.
1: Yeah, he probably did that video. Was I don't know, Murph. Like I, I,
2: I watched it three times. I go. I would see the move like that at third.
1: Merck, I, I agree with you that Sale is, and everybody knows how big of a fan of Chris Sale I am. I mean, I, I agree with you.
2: Could he start on the White Sox, even um, if he done? No, I, I mean, mean I, guess, Keiko, I guess he could. Like, think he's through. He throws some nice. He's a smart pitcher. They'll
1: see. But pitching isn't even the Sox issue. Like they no, can it pitch. Defense you know.
2: And, I, uh,
1: hitting. I agree with one thing, Merck said. I disagree with the other. I, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm exactly like Mike. I. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate him. I'm not a hater. No. I don't know that I I'm totally love him. I think he's pretty good. But, Merck, I don't know that he's the superstar, the number one overall prospect that we won. Hasn't been for a long time. the benefit yeah. of
2: the doubt, doubt. Not the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. The benefit of the doubt. Doubt. He still got Tiger winning the next tournament. <laughs> he does. That. I understand that, he and he's hooked on him. But you know what? He gives. I, I, he. It's not. It's not out of line to be fair. Moncada's got a lot of baseball left. Let's see what
1: happens. I'm going to toss out two other quick uh, baseball uh, nuggets here for everybody mm-hmm. looking at the card today. Just a couple of trend things. Uh, You got a division matchup in Pittsburgh this weekend. The Pirates, who are just awful. I mean, I think the Pirates have scored four. I wish
2: I owned the Pittsburgh Pirates. We'd be winning I mean,
1: they're awful. They've got like eight runs in their last seven games. They got some
2: guy that looks like he weighs 350 pounds. Yeah,
1: it's Vogelbach. Yeah. Yeah. Former Cub farmhand.
2: Holy to They they are
1: absolutely dreadful. They've scored something like And he doesn't drop the fork. Right, no. No. They've scored like eight runs in their last seven games or something. It's insane how awful they
2: are. got beat by him the other day. The
1: Pirates are at home uh, hosting the Cardinals. The matchup tonight uh, features Adam Wainwright on the hill Boy, for the Cardinals. He's like the ageless wonder. He's yeah. a minus 155 favorite. Now, St. Louis got uh, walked off yesterday by Pete Alonzo. I don't know if you guys saw that home run. I mean, he hit well, that thing in the second year, Alonso, deck. Oh, my Met, God.
2: The Mets and the Yankees. They I know. But now, but here, All over again in New York.
1: Here you go with the Mets, though. Still don't know when DeGrom's going to be back. And now Scherzer's out two months. Wow. That's devastating Get for... Up. Now, they got a seven-game lead. It might not matter. Yeah. but um, So, Alonzo walked oh, off the Cardinals God. yesterday. They lost three or four. But listen to this. Adam Wainwright is 22-7 and all-time against the Buccos with a 365 like ERA. Goal. So, one note there. And then in the AL East, you've got Rays and O's in Baltimore this weekend.
2: Oh, Tampa, come on. I got the over 90s. They've been doing okay. I think they had a all time. Right. Steady... You know what was my dream t- thing the other day? Detroit – played Tampa. I right, got right yeah. under it's in Tampa. Perfect for you. Well what happened They went three. Though, a, did they win three or four? No, the first night they lost, you know, oh, and they then did. they won the next two. They won the next two. That's but, it. But but yeah. the first night, I mean I was lighting candles. <laughs> I mean, because you know this, any team can get hot.
1: Yeah. I think and you're they good had one
2: four in a row.
1: I think you're good on both sides of that bet, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um the Rays, here's the nugget I'll give everybody for tonight. The Rays are thirty nine and twelve straight up against the Orioles the can last. Can I say four can seasons. I give
2: you a confession? I mean people say Mike, okay, the fastball. Do you still have the fastball? I mean are you are you Barney Fife pulling the gun out of the holster now <laughs> it used to be the fastest gun in the world? I watch Tampa Bay every day. I still don't know their players. They're so good, though. I don't know any well, of them. Well,
1: Franco, you know. Wander Franco at this okay. point. And Rosarena, I'd say, right? They got right?
2: Rosarena. They and, got and Franco. Yeah. But, I mean, name me the whole. They got some guy, Phillips, batting ninth. Yeah, Brett Phillips. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to latch on to him. I don't know the manager's name. I've been watching him a month. Every year they're there. It's and amazing. Nobody it's amazing. And nobody knows How far- do they do it?
1: And somehow their farm system's still, like,
2: fifth. Can I hear about like, Billy Bean. It's How amazing. about who's running Tampa?
1: Yeah, I mean, who with, are
2: these guys? I, 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 they keep winning. I go, who are who are these people? Who's the center fielder? I don't know these people. They're
1: amazing. Yeah, I, they they are a you want to talk about a marvel of an organization. They just,
2: do a great job, and they spend like $50 million. It's,
1: It's absolutely you incredible.
2: You know, what are they paying some of these high ranking? So you just brought up Scherzer, he makes $40 million a year.
1: Some, I know, makes almost as much as the whole payroll. It's crazy. Wow. When we come back, Jim Miller's going to give us some ponies. Uh, we'll get a little action. At uh, the track for you for the weekend And we'll try to sneak in Maybe a few more baseball things Maybe look at the futures market for a second Give you some best plays So we got more to do We're not done Don't go anywhere We're cruising along Mike North, Carmen DeFalco We are the Odds Couple Presented by PropSwap
0: This is the Odds Couple With Carmen DeFalco And Mike North On ESPN 1000
2: You're listening to the Odds Couple
0: With Mike North and Carmen Carmen DeFalco
2: On Chicago's home for sports ESPN
1: 1000. We call this the home stretch. And we get some ponies and we got a triple crown race, although the winner of the Derby is not going to be in the race in Baltimore this weekend, but that uh, doesn't stop us from handicapping it a little bit. We'll turn it over to our expert handicapper. He's one of the best in the business from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us every week. Jim Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Jim-
4: Guys, yeah, there's no Rich Strike in this race, but what it does is it makes the Preakness intriguing. It's going to make the Belmont really intriguing when Rich Strike is back in the Belmont because there'll be all those questions of what if. But still, in the Preakness this week, you get the horse that was the favorite in the Derby who ran a very good second in Epicenter. You get the winner of the Kentucky Oaks in Secret O. so there's Mm. still some pretty good storylines here. Some new shooters in the race. It's a shorter field, but still a very interesting race. So a uh, nine-horse field
1: without Rich Strike. Is that right, Jimmy? Nobody
4: added to that field? Right, right. Field of nine here. Epicenter is your 6-5 to morning line favorite. Very deservedly so. Only three horses coming back out of the Kentucky Derby, out of that field of 20, into this race. You get Simplification, who ran fourth. Happy Jack, who ran 14th. And then, of course, Epicenter, who ran second. But again, Secret Oath, the winner of the Kentucky Oaks the day before, not going in the black-eyed Susan on Friday, skip that race for the Preakness, and it's happened before where an Oaks winner has gone on to win the Preakness. Rachel Alexandra did Mm. that in 2009, so it can happen. Okay.
2: Well, you know, Rich Strike not racing sucks. It absolutely does. We talked about it. I think if he had a voice, he'd want to race. I hear that he might finish fifth or sixth. If he did race, it could hurt him, you know, and this and that. And, you know, I find that comical maybe, you know, because he was supposed to finish last according to the odds in the Kentucky Derby. So I don't buy much into that, Jimmy. But I do buy this. If the guy or if the horse, the guy, if the horse wins (laughs) in the Preakness, whoever it is, and he races in the Belmont, and Rich Strike races in the Belmont. Now we got a story, don't you? Right. You're not going to win the Triple Crown or not have a Triple Crown winner, but you'll have the two horses that won the two biggest races in the Belmont. But what's the chances of one of these horses saying, you know, we're going to be out of the Belmont, but it's a three-week type of deal, isn't it?
4: You know what? If you want to see that, Mike, your best shot is for Epicenter to win the Preakness then. Okay. because. This was their plan the whole way along. And you look, their plan was to go right through the New Orleans path, through those races, the LeCompte, the Risen Star, the Louisiana Derby, onward to the Kentucky Derby. There was no question coming out of the Derby for this horse. The horse had a workout in between that race and the Preakness. Mm-hmm. So Epicenter's plan, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they run a really good race in the Preakness. They're right back in the Belmont. Mm-hmm. And then there's your storyline there. there. I do go. not expect Secret Oath to be a horse that would come back and try to run it in the Belmont. I think this is kind of the race that they were gunning for but I think Epicenter is that horse that could create that story three weeks from now.
1: Well, while Jimmy gives you the uh, more analytic expert breakdown of how to handicap this race, uh, I like to look at the names, and Mm -hmm. I will tell you that the longest shot on the board, at least at the odds I'm currently looking at, is a horse named Fenwick, and there are countless (laughs) Fenwick grads (laughs) listening to us. If you grew up in Berwyn or Oak Park or anywhere around there, I'll tell you what, I I I will be putting $5 on Fenwick at 50 to 1, boys, just so you know.
4: And, and why not? Here's the thing. Two races back for Fenwick, the horse made the lead and won. I think that's their only chance to win this race is to try to go for the front. And there's really only two other speeds in the race. Early voting, who's the second choice on the morning line, and our who's a horse that's going to be overlooked a little bit. Fenwick is not going to be fifty to one for the factor and the reason that Rich Strike wanted a massive price in the Derby. Mm. So all those people that saw that, yeah. they don't want to get beat twice on that long shot. I'll probably see Fenwick being 30, 35 to one, which is still a great price. I don't expect fifty in a field tonight. That's a great point. Um all right, Jimmy, what do we like for the weekend? How are we going to play the preakness? All right. So first off for the preakness, to me, epicenter is going to win. So I'm going to bet epicenter to win. And then I'm going to play an Exacta, Epicenter on top of Secret Oath and the 9, Skippy Longstocking, who's 20-1 to one in there. So that's the way I'm going to play the Preakness. That's the 13th race at Pimlico on Saturday. Then two horses at Hawthorne, guys. Race number 7, bet the two-horse Midi across the board. This is a horse that will be good on turf or dirt. And then in race nine but the six, Colonel Clink across the board. Hmm. All of its lifetime victories have come right here at Hall. I
2: gotta I gotta go with Colonel I Clink. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Colonel go Clink. Ahead, come you on. Know the name,
4: there it is. Dude, one of the in. greats
2: uh, ladies and gentlemen, Warner Klemper, one of yeah. the great castings of all time. <laughs> we are My in God.
1: on Colonel Clink. Come oh, on. Hogan's I'm heroes, in. right? Yeah, let's oh it's it the best. All right, so the preakness we're gonna bet the one horse to win. That's epicenter, right? No, the 8 horse, right? Oh, the, the 8, eight horse, horse i to win. 8 yep. horse uh, to win and then we're going to uh exact uh should we do an exact a box with Epicenter, Secret Oath and Skippy Longstocking? Skippy
4: Longstocking. Yep, there would be it. a
1: 489 exact a box. 489 exact a box. Okay, thank you for correcting that. And then we are going to do two races at Hawthorne, race seven tomorrow, the two-horse across the board, and race nine, the six-horse across the board. Right? Hogan. Hogan's zeroes. I love it. Jimmy, have you a good weekend. Colonel Klink love, guys. H- good luck. H- happy wagering, buddy. We'll see you next week. Jimmy you got Miller. it. I love Jimmy!
2: It. Yeah, I mean, we gotta Hogan. play that. <laughs> oh, Warner Klemper. <laughs> Warner Klepper, one of the all-time great castings. My God. Love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Yep. Um, all right, some futures plays here. Some mm-hmm. Mike and I always like doing this. You know, no, we're about twenty-five percent of the way into the MLB season. Let's update everybody on what's happening. Your AL MVP favorite is Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Number two, Mike Trout.
2: Mm-hmm. Two angels again. They
1: look incredible. You know, yeah, they
2: don't, yeah, but nobody sees them.
1: I can't help it if Judge stays healthy and keeps this up. I mean, I can't help it. Aaron Judge at four to one right now, he keeps this up. He's not going to be four to one for long.
2: He's, I agree with you. And I I know the Otani pitching thing and it's weird and everything else, but I think the odds should be a little bit closer. I do. He's the overwhelming favorite right now, right?
1: Yeah, he's Mm two out. I mean, he and Trout are right there. He's uh, 240, Trout's plus 250, Judge is four to one. Robert's odds have, you know, Luis Robert continues to really play a solid he a baseball. Ball. He had
2: a ball the other day. Oh, my God. He half swung and it went out of the I bar.
1: know. Like, if the Sox can get this thing right and win that division by four or five I mean, who
2: in? had Eloy with one homer, you uh, know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you got injuries that you got to contend with. We're not picking up the baseball on a consistent basis, but you know what? I mean, we're, we're in it. Thank God we're not in the other two divisions. Yep. We're out six games, folks. Yep. It's
1: true. You know? That's a good point. Basically, Robert's really been fantastic. Yeah, I
2: like so. him. I like Timmy at the plate. One of the best hitters in the game.
1: Yeah, he all he does is hit. He just makes contact and hit.
2: Just it's, pick up the ball and hit like this. You'll be an MVP, man.
1: Verlander, here's another ageless wonder. He's wow. your
2: he's your Cy Young favorite. It's four and a half to one. Is he still with the wonderful lady there? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: She, nice. she is something. Dylan, ah, yes, Cease, she is. Dylan Cease. is seven and a half to one. He's been he's been great. You got a lot of guys like kind of bunched up there in the uh, Cy Young Award. Uh, you know the. I like uh, the odds Dylan right Cease.
2: And, you know, I mean, Robbie Ray, and you know, uh, the American League has pitchers that come out of nowhere. You know, who my new guy is though? Choi from Tampa. Yeah, because I watch Tampa Bay baseball. My guy Choi is the best. You know, they talked about And by the way, I guess because Troy's a little overweight. But is, John Daly, my big. God. Okay, I drank on the average on a four-hour shift for 16 years, six Diet Cokes a day. Okay? But I didn't smoke 21 cigarettes right. for a round.
1: And have six bags of peanut M&Ms.
2: I was... <laughs> I, I know mean, the peanut M- I love them. At the end of the night oh of a grueling day, oh, I like to load up the plate with some candy, <laughs> with some peanut M&Ms, Amazing. with some fudge pot candy, and, you know, with some other things, some licorice pieces and stuff like that. Amazing. But John Daly going to work? Oh my God! Ah, huh? ever is he ever?
1: Mikey, what do we like for this weekend? Let's give out some uh, wagering, uh, some money making opportunities for everybody. Well, we I'm gonna going to have
2: with? the bonus picks on with Carmen and Yerkel. There's no trades today, is there? I'm, I'm,
1: no, it's us. You get Carmen and okay. Yurk oh, today. Thank
2: okay, I think I can get back with the boys again. One and one last week. I'll be on with the bonus at 148, ladies and gentlemen. But I'll, I'm giving the uh, Golden State Warriors at even right now. Uh, I'll to, have to win two the picks odds. for baseball to win it all. To win
1: it all, I like it. All right, to
2: win it all, I'm taking uh, step and the boys.
1: I am gonna. Uh, I am going to go with. And there's nothing to say that it's going to matter in the long run for Mike's bet, but I'm going to actually back the Mavs getting the six tonight. Um, Ooh, that's not they're 25-10 tw- and 10 straight up following a loss this season. That's impressive. I think Luca will bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, they still do a lot of things defensively very well, and they've made a lot of good adjustments as these playoffs have gone on. I've been impressed with Jason Kidd and their defense, so I'm going to back the Mavs getting the six in game two tonight. Warriors have been great at home, 7-0 so far straight up in the playoffs, but uh, I'll take Dallas plus the six. Yeah,
2: tonight. I mean, Golden State and this one of those places, you could take the money line with Golden State and sure. take what, with Carm folks yeah. and take uh, Dallas we are getting the points so you could have the best of both worlds. We've hit that on the Great Odds Couple show uh, oh, yeah. more than one time on this show. But I got one for you. What about Randy? What about Randy?
1: Boys, I'm going to go with the Miami Heat tomorrow night. The Heat's uh, they're bouncing getting, back. They're getting, I think, six and a half. I think six. they won't win the game, but they'll uh, they'll cover the all spread. Right. Merck's going with the I Heat.
2: Saw that sounds good. Jimmy Butler coming back with the team. Here on those guys got to step up a little bit and help out. They didn't do it in the last game.
1: Thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy for joining us, as always, and great work by Randy Merckin, our executive yep. producer, for uh, getting the show done and up yep. today. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy all the sports. Enjoy the Preakness, and we'll talk to everybody again next Friday. Happy wagering, folks.
2: So long, everybody.
1: This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.